0: Shabu'atob everybody, welcome to Parashat Noah. I'd like to share with you the story of Rahel and David Edri, a couple from Ofakim in the south of Israel held hostage for 15 hours in their home. They were taken captive amid a massive invasion, of course, by hundreds of Hamas terrorists from the Gaza Strip who entered Israel early on Saturday, October 7th, and rampaged through the south of the country, as we all know. Five gunmen climbed in through a ground floor bedroom window and took David and Rahel captive. They had malice. They came to kill, said David to the news. I said to my husband, if we die, we will die together, Rahel recalled. David said the terrorists did not beat him, but told the couple that they were to become martyrs. They, they wanted to become shaheed. I could see they were angry, Rahel told the network. I asked them if they were hungry. I prepared them coffee and cookies. She drove them crazy. She kept asking them if they want something, David said with a smile. As Rahel worked to distract her captors, the terrorists began to sing songs by Israeli singer Lior Narkis, she recounted. Outside the building, their police officer son, Eviatar described the layout of the home to counterterrorism forces in preparation for a breaching and rescue attempt. Unbelievably, both of their sons are police officers, and neither of them were home at the time. During negotiations, one of the terrorists used the table as a makeshift barricade while holding a hand grenade over to over hell's head, having removed the pin. Another sat at the top of the stairs, aiming a gun at the police. All the terrorists had to do was to let the grenade go and roll it across the floor, said Schuster, who even entered the room to bring the gunmen some of the things that they asked for. This is one of the men who was in the counterterrorism unit. At one point, an officer asked one of the terrorists how many gunmen there were, and Rahel held up her hand to her face, in a casual movement, fingers spread to indicate that there were five terrorists. The terrorist, however, noticed and warned her not to try any funny stuff. This is what she told Channel 13. Rachel told him that her head hurt and she was just rubbing it for comfort. But the information about the number of gunmen had, of course, been successfully transmitted. She also said she bandaged the hand of one of the injured terrorists, trying to comfort him, and engaged in conversation with the others to keep them preoccupied. Finally, at 2:30 a.m., security forces moved in for a rescue attempt. As the operation began, Rachel said she could see security personnel approaching the home. We were very close to the terrorists but we were saved. I thank God that I am alive. I could not believe it, she told Channel 12. I jumped onto my wife. Shots came over us, right by my head. I don't know how I survived, David told the news. When an officer grabbed hold of my hand, I realized that I was freed. As the couple were brought out, Evyatar, their son, embraced his parents, tearfully repeating, Ima Ima Mom, you're alive, Mom, you're alive. We've heard too many horrible, Evil, gruesome stories about the events of October 7th. But I'm happy that at least one of these stories ended in a positive outcome. When we read Parashat Noah, the connections to our time are almost too obvious. I'm sure everybody has quoted Vatishaheta Lefneha Elohim maleha Hamas. The land became totally decrepit of any morality and was filled with Hamas, with corruption. Again we hear, Hamas has filled the land. And therefore Hashem wants to destroy the entire world. In times like these, we cannot help but feel that the world is consumed by Hamas. That the world is consumed by chaos. Personally, I found it quite difficult to think about anything else. This is what happens when evil reigns. The flood imagery is more apt now than it ever has been. As we feel we're drowning in this chaos that is Hamas. But the story of our parasha is not just about chaos. It's not just about Hamas. It's not just about evil and destruction. This is actually a parasha of incredible hope. Even with all the darkness, there is one bright spot for humanity. Initially Hashem had said to Himself, Mankind is evil from His youth. And therefore, Hashem regrets even having created mankind. And He has said into His very heart, God says, you know what? I got to destroy this human experiment. This is what happens when evil is reigning. It's almost like it's not even worth it to have humanity. My regret having created any of it. But that's not how that last week's parasha ends. Rather, The very last words. Of parashat bereshit is that noah is the game changer noah finds favor in the eyes of god amazingly at the end of parashat noah after all the events occur we hear something very curious again god is saying something to his own heart just like at the end of parashat bereshit before all these events He says, I'm not going to destroy the world. So as opposed to last time, the reason for destroying the world. What's the reason not to destroy the world? Almost exactly the same reason as destroying the world. Because mankind is evil in his inclination already from his youth. So the question is, which is it? Is the reason to destroy humanity because they're evil or is it the reason to save them because of God's compassion how could it be that the the status quo is exactly the same and yet God changes his mind the answer is as we said Noah is the game changer Noah is the X factor that totally and radically changes the course of human events on Sheminiyad said it Am Israel was suffering the full wrath of the Mabul that is Hamas. And we're still in the midst of this chaos, with only about four of around 230 hostages released safely. Our soldiers have, have now entered into a ground evasion that will take untold lives. But the story of Rahel and David Idri gives us hope. The story of Lieutenant Colonel Guy Madar gives us hope. This is the hero who drove 30 minutes straight into the firefight, carrying only a pistol to take down multiple terrorists. That gives us hope. We as Am Yisrael are currently united in ways that have not been seen in decades. And I humbly think that the equivalent of Noah's righteousness, which was the game changer in his time, the equivalent of that will be the unity and the heroism of amisrael that will be the game changer while we drown in the mabul of hamas for all the stories of murder rape and kidnapping we're hearing countless stories of heroism of courage and of selflessness from members of amisrael when we stand united there's nothing that can stand in our way amisrael hi